Welcome to the Dad the Man podcast. If you want more influence with your kids, connection with your wife, and purpose in your life, then you are in the right place. We share conversations with the world's greatest, as well as lessons from the Bible and my own personal experiences. I'm Brendan Wall, and I'm your host. I am married with four kids. I am not the guy with all the answers, but I am in search of them. I want to personally thank you for being here. It's an honor to have you. All right. Welcome back, fellas. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for supporting this show. Thank you for showing up with the intention of being a better man, better husband, better father today. That's what this is all about, right? Like, man, we are all trying to do that, and it is easier said than done. But thank you for joining me on this journey of trying to do so. So thanks for being here. If you want to support this show, if you want to support what we are up to here, do me a huge favor. If you can subscribe to the show and leave us a rating and leave us a review, I I would be so grateful. All three of these things, they're free to do. Take you less than a minute to do all three. If you've already done it, man, high five. Thank you so much. If you haven't already, please consider it. But nonetheless, thanks for being here, man. You guys have chosen to spend your most precious resource, your time in listening to the show. And that is something that I take very seriously. You know, you can't spend that time twice. So I hope to give you a good return on it. So thanks for being here, fellas. And today I just want to jump right into it. Let's not, I'm going to try to be efficient with our time today and I'm going to try to not ramble. Uh, Easier said than done for, for me sometimes, but let's jump right into it. So Last week, I released an episode around this idea of Ben Don't Break, and the feedback was awesome. I had a whole bunch of guys reach out to me and say, man, that, that really resonated with me. That really helped me. Like That uh, changed the way I was thinking about some things. Um, so the feedback was really strong, and I was pumped about that because that was, a, that was a message that was really just on my heart. I had zero notes for it, and I just I was sitting on my couch with a microphone one night and just let it rip. And so I was really happy that it resonated uh, with, with a lot of people that were listening. And uh, so if you haven't listened to it, check it out. It's it's 15 minutes or so. It's a quick and easy listen. Uh, but to recap it at a super high level, this idea of Ben Don't Break, it's this idea of adapting to life's circumstances without compromising your biggest priority. So, you know, how the heck do we balance all the things we have going on as men, as husbands, as fathers. How do we do it all well? There's always a million competing priorities. Everything feels like the biggest priority at all the time. How do we balance those things? And that's what this idea of Ben don't break really helps with. You know, like when, when life, quote unquote, life happens, how are we able to roll with the punches and, and, and keep things on the tracks, right? So that's this idea of Ben don't break. But as I thought it more, thought about it more, uh, I wanted to give some more tactical, actionable steps on how to bend, don't break. Last week, we really, we just kind of dove into the idea and I encouraged everybody to consider, you know, what are the things that we need to do better with, right? How do we need to be a bit more adaptable? Really just cons- asking everybody to consider uh, how we can improve in our own lives. But today I want to get a bit more actionable and, and give you a bit more of a how-to, some, some more boots on the ground, pen to paper ideas that, that I use in my life. To, uh, to apply this idea, right? So that's what this episode is. Um, so if you're a person where you are in a season where this idea of bend, don't break is applicable to you, it resonates with you and you're like, yeah, that, that this is what I need. It's inherent that capacity is thin and circumstances are always changing, right? I think we can all relate to that as men, husbands, and fathers. Very few days look the same as the day before, right? 
but so so why is this the case? Why are our circumstances always changing? And the the obvious answer is because we have a lot going on. You know, we've been blessed to lead our families, blessed to love our wives, blessed to raise our kids, blessed to pursue our careers. Man, our lives are full. That's I don't think. Notice I said that our lives are full. I did not say that we are busy. We are full, not busy. Can we all agree to stop saying that we're busy? Busy sounds horrible. Busy sounds like there's something better that we could or should be doing, but we're not. It, maybe there is, but if you're with your if you're with your family, you're in your faith, you're at your job. Like, there's really not anything better that you could or should be doing. We're not busy. We're full. Amen. All right. So yes, life is full. Hallelujah for it. But the challenge is that we often, I think, we, we fail to account for how dynamic and fluid our circumstances are. We fail to recognize that tomorrow is not going to look like today. Something's going to change. Kids are growing up. They're a different age every day. Everything is changing. So what I want to do is paint a picture with this example of a morning routine and how we have to recognize that our circumstances are going to change. And then we'll give some thoughts on, you know, how are we going to apply this idea of bend, don't break. So here's the example. Let's say you want to start a morning routine. Now, if you've never had one or you don't have one now, I'd recommend that you get one. I'm telling you, it's a game changer. If you need help with how to do it, DM me on Instagram. I, I, I'm not going to try to sell you anything. I, I genuinely would love to help you. So just, just DM me and I'll help you. But let's say you start the morning routine, right? We're, and, you, and you lay it all out on paper. You're going to start at 530 in the morning. You're going to get up. You're going to read your Bible. You're going to journal and you're going to work out. Just a for instance, let's say those are the things you're going to do. You're going to start at 530 and you're going to finish up around 645 when your kids normally wake up. That's the plan. That's the way it's written on paper. On paper, it's the perfect plan. Now, kids are a lot of things. Kids are a lot of wonderful things. The thing, the one thing they are not is consistent. Kids are not consistent. Kids are chaos. Kids are freaking chaos. And that's okay. They're supposed to be. They're kids. But we just have to acknowledge that, right? We have so we so that we can adapt to it. So like that that plan on paper that's perfect, it's going to get wrecked. Like period. It's going to get wrecked by the kids at times. It just it, it is. It is what it is. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Like your your kids going to get sick and they're going to need you earlier in the morning. They're going to have nightmares and they're going to need you. They're going to have those nights where they just don't sleep so that you don't sleep at all. Um, and they're going to go through seasons where they just forget how to sleep. I, don't, has anybody had a kid that does that? Like normally they wake up at 6.45, but you know, hey, let's just say for a month they decide I'm waking up at 5.30 now. I, all, all my kids have done that. It just, it happens at times. Kids are not consistent. They're chaos and that's okay. Like I said, it's not a matter of if it's when. So that morning routine is going to get wrecked sometimes. And this is where we have to bend, not break. This is where the idea comes into play, right? We don't just not have the morning routine because we can't do it sometimes and it's going to get wrecked. It's a priority. Like those things in the in, in that morning routine I just laid out are important, especially your Bible, your workouts. Like you don't just not do those things. We have to be able to bend, not break. And I think about it in terms of trying to be a bit less binary about things. And by that, I mean, we can't just be on or off, right? Like we can't just be on when the routine is rolling and we're fired up about it and we're excited and the kids are sleeping on their schedule. But then also then be off after missing a day or two, you know, when things change. So I, there's this quote from Mike Tyson that 
I love. And he says, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. And that's, I can't think of a better circumstance than what we're talking about now to apply this quote to like that I think just nails it in a nutshell we all have this plan we're going to get up in the morning we're going to do this 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 and it's going to be perfect and the kids are going to wake up and then we're going to have this amazing morning and I'm going to go to work that's not going to happen most of the time you're going to get punched in the face like I said kids are going to get up early something's going to happen now in that moment when that does happen when you do get that metaphorical punch in the face and that's Maybe that's a terrible metaphor to talk about having to go help your kids, but bear with me on this one. If your kid needs you in the morning, your kid needs you. Okay, so I'm not telling you not to go help your kid in the morning when they're sick or or they need you or they're having nightmares or whatever it is. If they need you, they need you. But the question is, how are we going to adapt and still handle those priorities that are in the morning routine? You know, how do we miss it and then make sure to not quote unquote fall off the wagon, as they say? So, This is where I want to jump in and I want to give you some thoughts. I have five thoughts here. Some are a bit more mindset oriented. Some are a bit more uh, pen to paper, boots on the ground. Um, It's going to help you from a tactical standpoint. So to jump right into it, number one is this quote from Mike Tyson. It's It's this idea of, you know, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face, right? And I love this quote because it it wakes me up a little bit. It shocks me. And it it helps me to recognize that we have to fight for our priorities. You know, this is a fight. Our priorities are not going to prioritize themselves. They are not. If it is important to you to read your Bible every single day, that will not happen by accident. You will have to fight for that. You have to fight for it. You have to fight for the things that are important to you. You're not just going to roll out of bed and things are going to magically happen. You know, you have to fight for that. If you want to get in better shape, you got to fight for your health. You have to cook your food. You have to work out. You have to drink water. You have to fight for these things. If you want to have a better marriage, you have you have to fight for time to spend with your spouse one-on-one without the kids. You have to. You got to fight like hell for it. So that's why I love this quote. It just turns me just a few degrees into this state of recognizing that it's a fight and it's okay to think about it that way. You got to fight for your priorities. So everybody's got to plan until they get punched in the face. Number two, never miss twice. Now I got this one from Andy Frasilla. I heard him talk about this once on a podcast and, and I it stuck with me and I, and I, and I love it. And he talks about this, how, how life 100%, it's going to throw crazy circumstances at us at times, right? It's going to mess up the morning routine. It's going to mess up the date night. It's going to mess up whatever it is that you're fighting for that we just talked about. There's going to be a circumstance that is going to wreck it from time to time. Okay. But his whole thing is, you know, if you miss once, like if you miss on Monday, don't miss on Tuesday. Get it in. Figure out how to get it in. Because if you miss on Monday and then you miss on Tuesday, well, then you're already to Wednesday. And then in your head, you're thinking, well, I'll just start again on the next Monday at the start of the week. It's a natural breaking point. Well, you just spent seven days going backwards to restart as opposed to you. You could have just missed one and started again on Tuesday. Now, I think we hear people do this all the time with their uh, with New Year's resolutions, right? Similar idea, but they'll they'll come. People will come up with their resolutions in October, and not start until January, and then go 
two and a half months backwards to then start their New Year's resolution on January 1st and only hold it for three or four days or even three or four weeks. And they're, it's a net negative. But that's the idea. I, I digress. But never miss twice. Number three, attack time. Now, this comes from a conversation that I had on the podcast with a dude named Anders Varner. One of the first episodes we did way back. It's like in the first five episodes, like super early on. Anders is the host of Barbell Shrugged. He is, he's been around for a long time in the fitness industry, in the CrossFit circles. Dude's just awesome guy, like really, really good at what he does. But he does a lot of men's coaching now. Like he, he's got this uh, dad bod program. Um, and, and he really does a great job coaching, coaching dads. And he, uh, he, he talked about this idea of attacking time, attacking the small windows that we have in our day to, to, you know, check the box on our priorities. We, I know I struggle with this, like, and I'll just use working out as an example. I I always want to follow the perfect plan, right? Like I want to be binary. I naturally want to be binary on the plan. I've got an hour of hours worth of workout stuff I want to do. I want to check that box saying that I did every single thing. And then the next day I want to do the same thing. And if I miss a day, it kills me. And I'm like, damn it, I missed it. And then sometimes I fall off the wagon after that, right? So his idea is like, let's lower the bar. You don't need all this time. Because the real the 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 idea that you're going to get this long hour window to do the perfect plan, like with kids, like we, as we all know, like it's unlikely, right? That is unlikely to happen. But the likelihood that you're going to get ten minutes, or fifteen, or twenty minutes that you can come in and attack some time, like that's pretty probable. That's one hundred percent happening, and most of us just waste the time, right? Like. Most of us, we get 10 minutes, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, TikTok, our emails, maybe we're on LinkedIn, we're, you know, whatever it is, like, we we typically just piss away that time. What he's saying is if you've got 10 minutes, get down and do 10 push-ups. If you've got 10 minutes, you know, do a bunch of sit-ups or air squats or push-ups or whatever it is, you can can get a lot done. You could get yourself pouring sweat in 10 minutes minutes. You don't need the full hour. That's what he's saying. But in this principle can be applied. You got 10 minutes and you want to have a better marriage. Call your wife. Hey babe, I love you. Just thinking about you. What's going on at home. What can I do to help when I get home tonight? How are the kids? How's your day? How are you? You can go to Twitter and scroll mindlessly for 10 minutes. You could pick up the phone and call your wife and have a better marriage. You just have to attack that time. You can't squander the time you have just because you don't think you have enough uh, to, to do this big grand gesture. Just attack the small windows that you've got. So that's the idea, attack time. Number four, weekly goals. Now this one I stole from Jesse Itzler and it's this idea of allowing yourself to be more flexible over the course of a seven day period as opposed to um, being so rigid that if, you know, if, if you miss a day, it's behind you, it's water under the bridge. Like it's this idea of say you miss the workout plan on Monday, maybe you could work it in throughout the rest of the week to get things done. So here's an easy example. Let's just say your plan is to run five miles on Monday morning, on Wednesday morning, and on Friday morning. So three days a week, you want to run five miles in those days. Basic math would tell you that's 15 miles over the course of the week. So on Monday, 
let's say, quote unquote, life happens. You don't get that run in, right? So this idea of a weekly goal says, okay, well, I missed this workout. Now I'm not going to push it behind me. What I'm going to do is move it somewhere else later in the week. And you don't have to move the whole thing to one other point in time. Let's say, you know, on Tuesday, you're able to squeeze in two miles. And then on Friday, you're able to tack on an extra mile to your run. And on Saturday or Sunday, you're able to sprinkle in another two miles. So over the course of the week, you still got 15 miles in. Whereas if you just let Monday go by and you moved on, you would have only got 10 miles in for that week. So it's this idea of allowing us to to literally bend and and not break. The goal was to get 15 miles. You just moved them around. You just reallocated them. But you got in 15 miles. Now that's, that's the idea. Bend, don't break. Weekly goals. I've also had... Uh, I've been told this idea of looking at your week as a seven game series. So like you might lose Monday, but get back in, get back in the game. You got, you got to win, you got to win at least four out of seven. Right. And I think that's a relatively low bar. So maybe we should raise the bar, but you think about a, a, a series in any major sport, you got to win the seven game series. You got to get four out of seven. Right. So at a bare minimum, let's at least just put the floor there. Let's get four out of seven. All right. All right. So that's numbers one through four. That's weekly goals. Um, oh, and also I want to interject on this. So just on this idea of, of workouts, of workouts that you can do on a daily basis, um, different things that like, here's, here's a program that, that I follow myself that I actually really enjoy that has helped with this. It's, it's designed to be attacked in 15 minute windows every day. And you can move them around when things come up. Like I followed this plan. It's awesome. It's from the guys at Mind Pump, and the program is called Maps 15. Now, this is not an ad. I bought this program myself. I use it myself. I don't know these guys, uh, but I trust them. They're on the very, very, very short list of people that I go to. I seek out their their thoughts uh, on with their content and, and podcasts for health and fitness and nutrition related things. I, I'm, I'm so picky about who I trust. Most people are full of it online, to be totally honest, but these guys are really great. I follow this program. It's like a 15 minute workout every day and it's easy to move move them around throughout the week if, if, if things come up. So great program. Also, I, I mentioned Anders Varner earlier talking about attack time. He's got some really great stuff for dads too. So just a couple of resources, one to fill in. I'll drop links in uh in in the in the show notes but again i don't i don't get a kickback or anything from it like not affiliated with them but just offering that as a resource something that i've used in my life so all right number five find efficiencies now this one is huge so the idea with this is that we have to be able to audit our behaviors audit the way we allocate our time in order to be more efficient with it in order to make sure that we are spending our time on the priorities of our lives and not wasting it doing stupid stuff. And let's be honest, we all waste time doing stupid stuff. We already talked about um, the time we spend on social media and just pissing away the time rather than attacking it. If you don't think you spend your time doing stupid stuff, I want you to pull out your phone, look at your screen time report, and it'll tell you by app how much time you're spending doing stupid stuff, how much time you're spending scrolling on Twitter, TikTok, whatever. I think you get the point. 
we have to be able to to audit our time so that we can be more efficient and that's that's like the key that's the unlock to be able to hit our priorities right and it comes around this idea of opportunity cost if you spend a dollar you can't like you can't spend a dollar twice you can't spend a dollar on your bills and spend a dollar on your vacation not the same dollars at least right you have to be, you have to understand that once you've spent it it's gone and the same thing applies for your time you cannot spend your time on instagram and also spend that same time attacking your priorities you fundamentally cannot do that so we have to be able to uh, become more efficient so like in the mornings for me uh, i've been really working with this playing with this i have a lot i want to get done in the morning i do want to read my bible i do want to journal i do want to work out i do want to make breakfast for my kids their nutrition is so important i want to make their breakfast and have their lunches ready for the day and then you know i want to spend i want to have a cup of coffee with my wife i want to help do the bottles for the twins in the morning and uh and then you know you do all of that and it's like okay well is dad going to eat this morning it's oftentimes not really looking like it right um, and if I do, like, is something else going to get squeezed out of that? Like those other things are, are pretty darn important and, and really quite frankly, non-negotiable. So one of the things that has helped me, and again, this is, this is just going to be, um, you know, just something helpful, something that I use in my daily life that I'm just sharing. I'll drop a link in the show notes. Um, uh, but you guys on social media, if you follow me, you see me post about the fuller oats all the time. They're overnight oats, um, that are awesome. They are, uh, protein for, they got a bunch of protein in them. I think about 25 grams per serving. They got probiotics in them, organic oats, all, all these other like little nuts and seeds. So it's got a really great texture. It's delicious. Um, but man, I eat these all the time. And, and the reason that I love them is because it allows me to be more efficient in my morning. It'll, it, it's like the efficiency that I found. So all you do is you, it comes in like a packet. You literally just pour it in a bottle, um, like a shaker bottle or any other bottle or Tupperware, whatever you got. You fill it up with milk or water, whatever you want. You put it in the refrigerator and in a, in a couple hours, it's ready for you. So like I usually just do it at night and in the morning I wake up and to make myself breakfast, all I got to do is open the refrigerator and pick the bottle up and it's ready. And then I usually just drink it like a smoothie on my way to work in the morning. So I save the time making breakfast. I save the time eating breakfast. So right there, that's like 20 to 30 minutes back in my morning. So by doing that, I'm then allowed to prioritize my kids' health and nutrition as well, right? Because I get that time back and I get to help my wife with the bottles and I get to have that cup of coffee with her and I do get to be in my Bible and I do get to journal and work out and do all these other different things. That 30 minutes is critical. But we all have that 30 minutes hiding somewhere that we're currently not, not even necessarily wasting. We're just not being as efficient as we possibly could be. So that's the idea. So again, I'll drop um, a link to the Fuller Oats in my um, in, in in the show notes, and I'll just go ahead and tell you the uh, the blueberry and the apple flavors are my favorite for sure. I freaking love them. A lot of times, I'll I'll make them, and then I'll even throw an extra scoop of protein powder or something in there, and uh, and really juice it up. Uh, but like I said, big part of my morning routine. So just wanted to share it as a helpful resource for you guys. All right. So let's recap and then I'll get you out of here. So number one, we have to fight for our priorities. Everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. So how are you going to respond when you get punched in the face? Are you willing to fight for your priorities? Number two, never miss twice. And I would say, just pretend, I told you, I got this from, from Andy Versella. Just pretend it's him telling you this. 
trust me, it'll, it'll be better off if he tells it to you than if I tell you. He is a bit more, I would say, intimidating maybe than me. Number three, attack time. Don't waste the little windows. Those, those small pockets, 10 minutes at a time, five minutes at a time, you can, get, you can be productive in that time. Don't waste it. Attack it. Number four, weekly goals. This is the freedom that you need to still get the same amount of work done over a seven-day period, um, even when things go wrong on Monday, on Wednesday, whenever they go wrong. This is the freedom that you've got to bend, don't break here. Number five, find efficiencies. Get the most out of your time. Don't spend your time inefficiently. Your time is the most precious resource that you have. Don't waste it. Don't squander it. Don't spend it inefficiently. When somebody spends their money on something stupid, it's obvious. The same is true for time. And if you're spending it on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, I, I just, I don't know how to tell you any other way that it's, it's, it's a stupid way to spend your time. If you're not already hitting your priorities, that you, the things that you have said are the most important to you. So those are the five things that I consider that I hold close to me that I use in my day to day life when I am trying to bend and not break. And man, that is pretty much every day. That is all the time. Because like I said, we are blessed to be as full as we are in our lives as men, as husbands, as fathers. It is a blessing. You know, much is given, much is required. It's just the way that it is and what a blessing it is. So man, I hope this helps you guys. I hope it serves you well. I tried not to ramble too much, but I think I ran away a little bit in there. But Man, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Like I said, if you want to support the show, do me a huge favor. Subscribe, leave us a rating and review. I'll see you guys next week. And until next time, remember to love and lead from the front. See ya.